For many lifetimes now, you Pharisees have been binding the people to the law, until Israel is now more faithful than they ever were in the times of the prophets. Which doesn't mean that Israel is perfect. I didn't think it did. But the people love the law, don't they? They fear God and obey the law, because without the law, they would not be God's people. Some are better at it than others. This Jesus, he sets himself above the law, which means he is outside the law, which means he will break the law. Repeatedly. And see to it that you're there when he defies the law and point it out to the people. This Jesus is not a true son of Abraham. If the people once realize that, they'll forsake him. Do you think so? Unless you Pharisees haven't done so good a job as you thought, teaching the people to love the law. We'll trap him in his own law-breaking. We'll be with him every step he takes. Never seen such a good stand of grain, Peter. No, Matthew, but then I'm a fisherman. By the time I see the wheat, it's usually baked into bread. <laughs> then you've missed one of the great pleasures of life. Mm, we've been eating little enough the last few days. Here, pluck off the heads. Well. Now, you just rub the ear of wheat with your hand and free the grain. Like this. <laughs> and eat it raw? <laughs> oh, I can tell a joke when I see one. You've done this a thousand times. And here I am explaining it to you. What <laughs> mm. 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 the flavor of it is. Yes. Sometimes I think this is surely the way God meant us to eat wheat. Never has so fine a flavor after grinding it to dust and cooking it to death. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Rabbi, look, there in the wheat field, what are your disciples doing? They're plucking the wheat and eating it. The sun has set. This is the Sabbath day, Rabbi, and they're threshing the grain in their hands. Travelers are permitted to eat grain as they pass through a field. It's the law. The Sabbath day is holy. And threshing is forbidden? Or don't you believe in the law of Moses? This Pharisee wants to test me to see if I believe in the law. Tell me, do you mean that a man should never do such a thing on the Sabbath, even if he's hungry and has no other way to eat? The law is the law. But men are the children of God. I'm surprised at you. I thought you Pharisees studied the scriptures. Of course I study them. <laughs> then you must have forgotten what King David and his men did when they were hungry. <laughs> of course I remember. <laughs> then tell us, since you're so well versed in what the law allows. He went to the tabernacle and ate the shoe bread and gave it to his men. But my friend, surely David knew the law. Only the priests are permitted to eat the shewbread. David was anointed by the Lord. Ah. <laughs> so those the Lord chooses may break the law. The law is only for those whom the Lord does not choose then. The laws for the chosen people of Israel. Haven't you read in the law that the priests themselves must profane the Sabbath by working in the temple? Yet they're held blameless. That's in the temple! The temple is a place made by men for the glory of God. This world is a place made by God 
for the joy of man. There is no place in the world more holy than the temple. And I tell you that you walk right now in a place holier than the temple because of who walks with you. The people walking with us are Jews who should be outraged that your disciples are breaking the Sabbath. You ask me questions, and I answer. And you don't bother to listen or understand. Learn from me, friend, to have mercy and not blame the guiltless. Lawbreakers aren't guiltless. Have all your people forgotten that? The Sabbath was made as a gift for man. Man was not made as a gift for the Sabbath. But yes, that's true. The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. The sons of men are lords of nothing. I hope you pay better attention to your teachers than you do to me. Yes. So far today, you've understood nothing. Peter? Yes, Master. It's the Sabbath now, and it isn't lawful for us to journey any further. We'll stay in this village tonight and teach in the synagogue. So, Rabbi, unless you want his teachings to trap your congregation, you must help me trap him first. Ours is a small village. Why should great things happen here? Jesus is the enemy of the law. Yet even you expect him to do a miracle. What power he has comes from Satan. My nephew, my nephew Eliazar has a withered hand. Then bring him to Jesus and ask him if it isn't lawful to heal on the Sabbath. And if he says yes, then your congregation will see he doesn't respect the law. And if he says no, the congregation will think he doesn't have the power to heal. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak the water returned to its place. But the Egyptians were in flight as it advanced, and the Lord swept them out into the sea. The water flowed back and covered all Pharaoh's army, the chariots and the cavalry, which had pressed the pursuit into the sea. Not one man was left alive. The Lord do so to all those armies and rulers who seek to oppress Israel. Amen. 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 Jesus of Nazareth, will you read to us today? I will. Rabbi, will you read to us from Numbers and explain about the man who was caught gathering sticks on the Sabbath? They mean to trap him, Matthew. That scripture ends with a stoning. There are almost as many of us as there are of them, Peter. There won't be any stoning today. While the Israelites were in the wilderness, a man was found gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. Those who had caught him in the act brought him to Moses and Aaron and all the community, and they kept him in custody, because it was not clearly known what was to be done with him. The Lord said to Moses, The man must be put to death. He must be stoned by all the community outside the camp. So they took him outside the camp and all stoned him to death, as the Lord had commanded Moses. Rabbi, here is Eliazar, one of our congregation. Eliazar, why are they sending you to me? Rabbi, my right hand is withered. They say you can heal me. Rabbi, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Eliazar, come and stand with me. 
My son, do you believe that God has the power to make you whole? Master, God has the power, and his power is in you. Tell me, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day or to do evil? To do good. Is it lawful to save life on the Sabbath or to kill? But you, Pharisee, you ask me this question. Don't you have an answer? <laughs> Is there anyone here? If you had only one sheep, and that sheep fell into a pit on the Sabbath, is there anyone here who wouldn't take hold of the sheep and pull it out? No, of course it would. Isn't a man much more important in the sight of God than a sheep? So I'll answer your question, Pharisees. You who want to catch me in a trap of words, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath. It is lawful to do whatever will most please God on the Sabbath. Now, Eliazar, stretch out your hand. I... I... What God has done for you today, Eliazar, he did because of your faith and your repentance. Hear, O Israel, the Lord surely lives. The Lord hasn't forgotten his people, Israel. In the book of Genesis, Abimelech came to Isaac, and Isaac said, why have you come to me? You hated me and sent me away. And Abimelech answered, We have seen plainly that the Lord is with you. And then Abimelech made oaths of friendship with Isaac. When you see that God is with a man, should you make friends with him and therefore become a friend of God? Tell me, Pharisees, who here is a friend of God? Jesus, what should we do? Jesus, Master, I, I want to be a friend of God. Lord, what does the Lord have to say to Israel? The Pharisees don't know what they're talking about. Master, teach us so we can learn to be God's friends. Your strategy didn't work, Pharisee. I know, Rabbi. The people love him. He's too slippery. He slides around the scriptures and twists them to meet his own meanings. Or perhaps he sees into them and finds the truth behind the words. You aren't on his side now, are you? My nephew Eliazar's right hand is whole now. In all your readings of the law, you Pharisees, show me one withered hand that you've healed. We've healed the withered people of Israel and brought them back to God. But what good did it do you? The people are back with God. But where are you? <laughs> Who's there? Who's among the donkeys? Don't be afraid. I'm a friend. Is Jesus of Nazareth here at this caravansary? What are you doing? It's late. 
The master's asleep. Come back tomorrow. But I'm coming tonight. Where can I sleep? In your old house. Go home. I saw the master heal a man. I saw it with my own eyes. How can my life ever be the same again? I'm coming with you. Everyone saw his hand healed. But you don't see them all out here, do you? Peace, Simon. What's your name? Thomas. Thomas. You saw it with your own eyes. But what about the things you can't see? What more do I ever need to see? The power of God is in you. I'll follow you forever. Where I'm going, no man can go. The master didn't call you to come. I call everyone to follow me. There are so few who hear the call and even fewer who come. There's space on the floor over there, Thomas. Thank you, Master. Welcome, Thomas. Am I welcome? If the Master accepts you, I embrace you. Try not to wake the donkeys. The kingdom of God is like a vineyard. And the Master of the vineyard set his men to watch, to give warning in case the enemy should come to tear down the vine. Look at that, Simon. Look at it. I'm looking, Barabbas. There must be a thousand, two thousand people following him. And look at us. Ten of us. Not much of an army, are we? It doesn't take much leaven to get the loaf to rise. I know that, Simon. I know that. But with a lot more leaven, the loaf could rise faster. This Jesus, I wonder what he plans to do. He doesn't seem to be training them for war. He baptizes them. Oh, so you've been asking about him. He talks of sins and how we need to repent and purify ourselves before God. And then take up the sword and fight with the strength of angels against Rome. He never mentioned that. But he'll fail. He's no soldier. You can see it to look at him. He needs people like us if he's going to succeed. And we need his ability to gather a crowd, Barabbas. You know what he's about, Simon. I can't show my face in public or I'd be arrested in a minute. But you can go. Talk to him. Arrange for him to meet me. Where? West of the Sea of Galilee, at Magadan. Bring him to me. With his power to gather people and my power to lead an army, we can overthrow Rome and set up the kingdom of God. I'll go. And come back? Of course. Are you leaving so quickly? Why should I wait? Simon, my friend, you go so eagerly. I wonder where you'll end up when you decide where you're going. Get out of here, bird. <clears throat> go on, be quiet. We can't have any singing while Israel's in chains. Come on, Andrew, get on there. Simon, where are you taking the boat? It's mid-morning. The fish won't be up near the surface until night. Well, the master needs the boat, Zebedee. He means to fish? He needs an escape. Crowds won't let him rest. Ones in back press forward, push him back. Sometimes I think they'll crush him to death with their eagerness to see him. And the boat? So he can get away. Ready here, Peter. Cast off. <sighs> Will my sons come home tonight, do you think? Well, it... Depends on whether the master stays in Capernaum or goes on. 
whose sons are they? Mine or his? Well, his now, Zebedee. We're all his sons now. Ah, oh, then my sons don't love me anymore. After all these years, I've, I've been their father. Of course they love you, Zebedee. Then why haven't they baptized me, Andrew? Tell me that. Well, of course they will. You only have to ask. I shouldn't have to ask. Here, give me a hand up, Andrew. Uh, of course you have to ask. If you don't ask, how will anyone know what you want? Well, peace be unto you, old Zebedee. We'll be back tonight or tomorrow or maybe not. That much I already knew. Watch out! Don't lean too far over. There we are. Don't take me here! Let, let me go! I'll tie my hand! Oh, oh, you're killing me! Killing me! Master, a devil has him. Will you set him free? No! No! Jesus, will you help him? Jesus! 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 I know you! I know you! Untie him. Uh, no! No! Take me away! I know you! Son of God! I know the Son of God! Be silent! I forbid you to name me. Can you cast out this spirit from him? Enemy, come out of this man. Ah! Ah! Son of God! My husband, you killed him. He isn't dead. He's alive to the spirit of God and knows his own name again. Phineas? Phineas, do you know me? Why shouldn't I know you, Sarah? Phineas, now that you're clean, stay clean. I... I will, Master. Master, the boat's here. Andrew and I brought the boat. Thank you, Peter. Master, Master's going to the boat. Stand away. Master, don't leave me. Come with me, then. The master calls for the boat so he can escape from the crowds, and then he invites the crowds with him. He knows what he's doing. People, Jews, we're his disciples. We'll teach you, but the master has to rest. We'll teach you and baptize you if you repent of your sins and confess them and forsake them. My name is John Bar Zebedee, and this is my brother James, and there's Matthew and Judas Iscariot. Stay and hear the words we've been taught by the master as we've traveled with him. Is it true he says the Sabbath laws mean nothing? He says that the Sabbath day is a day for doing the will of God. The law is to be followed always, except when God commands otherwise. Remember that King David once went to the temple and ate the shoe bread and gave it to his father. My name is Simon. You should have waited. The master is tired. Peace, Simon Peter. I called Simon to come with me. I... I come from Barabbas. I've heard of him. He's a zealot, trying to stir up rebellion against Rome. Are you trying to get us into trouble? Jesus shouldn't be seen with followers of Barabbas. But you aren't a follower of Barabbas, are you, Simon? I thought I was, but... But you want no blood on your hands. I want the kingdom of God. I want... I want to be raising my hand to do righteousness, the way Samuel did, and Moses, 
and Aaron and Abraham. Look at your hands, Simon. Are they meant to kill or to heal? I'm a shepherd, Master. Barabbas talks about war, but the only time I ever killed anything was when the wild dogs attacked my herd. You've come where you wanted to be, Simon the Zealot. This is the kingdom of God. This boat? Where the poor gather together to become rich in spirit, there is the kingdom of God. Do you doubt me, Simon? Since I first heard your name, Master, I haven't doubted you. Then follow me, Simon. Master, all I have is strong arms. I don't know any scripture. I learned as a boy, but it's all gone out of my head now. But it's still kept safe in your heart. Put me ashore here, Peter. Andrew, stand into shore. Master, can I come with you? I need to go and pray alone. This is as close as we can come, Master. Then that's close enough. Uh, leave me here, Peter. Master, you shouldn't. When I'm alone with the Father, what other protection do I need? Go back to the others. And then tomorrow at dawn, meet me on that mountain. The crowds will follow us. Make them wait for me below. You come up to me at dawn. Peter, you and Andrew come to me. And bring James and John, the sons of thunder, and Philip and Nathaniel Bartholomew, and Jude and his brother James Alpheus, and Judas Iscariot and Matthew, and Thomas, and my zealot, Simon. But he just came. I call whom I call. These are the twelve I want to come up to me on the mountain tomorrow. We'll be there. My peace be unto you, Andrew. Oh, master. Calm your heart, Peter. You fall too easily into storms. Why do you think he called for us, Thomas? And why us? Why the twelve of us? I've only followed him for weeks, and, and I've only been here since yesterday, John. Do you think he doesn't know that? Whatever he called us for, we should be glad. Come up to me, my sons. Here I am, master. We left the crowds waiting below. Wait for me. I can't run up these hills the way I could when I was a boy. Here, let me help you, Nathaniel. Thank you, Philip. Come here, Peter. Yes, master. Sit here. And all of you, sit down. Some of you, I already gave the authority to baptize in my name to cleanse the faithful of their sins. Some of you have already been teaching my words. But now, you twelve, you are my apostles. I will not always be where the people can hear my voice. Already the crowds are too large for me to touch. All who want to be touched so you will touch them in my name and with my power. They will hear your voices and it will be my voice that they hear. Simon Peter. Yes, Master. I lay my hands upon you and confer on you the priesthood 
and authority that Melchizedek the great high priest held in my name upon the earth. You will go forth as my witness to Israel to overthrow the kingdom of the evil one and gather in the good fruit of my harvest. You will preach the gospel of my kingdom and I give you power to heal sicknesses and cast out devils in my name as God directs you to use that power. Amen. Amen. Master, I, this is too great a gift to give me. I am not worthy. When I first called you, Peter, you wanted to share my burden. This is as much of it as I can give you. Won't you do what is given you to do? Of course I will. How can you doubt me? I have never doubted you, Peter. It's your doubts that stand in your way. James, Barzebedee, my son of thunder, come here and have the same gift and the same burden put on you. Gladly, Master. Don't be afraid, James. God will uphold you. Amen. 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 And now, the twelve of you are my apostles. Come with me where the children can hear me. I have some things to say to you that I want all the world to hear forever. He isn't coming to us. Look, he stopped. He's just, just speaking to his disciples. Be quiet. How blessed are those who know they need the Lord. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. How blessed are the sorrowful. They shall find consolation. Hagar, peace be with you. And unto you, peace. Oh, poor Hagar, you look so tired. I am tired. Enoch coughs all night now. I can hardly sleep. Hmm. Isn't he mending at all? No, no, and I don't think he will. God has no love for me, Agnes. Do you think he doesn't? Last year, my husband and son died in the Sea of Galilee when their boat was taken in a storm. My daughter's married to a man of Bathsheba. Oh, when do I ever see her? And now Enoch, my youngest son, the hope of my old age. Let me come home with you. Let me help you. Let me carry your water. Oh, will you? Like the angel that brought water to the mother of Ishmael in the desert. Well, I... I'm no angel, Hagar. No. There aren't any angels now. Israel has no more angels. And to you, woman. And to you, Aaron. Peace, Aaron. 
I uh, hear that Heber wants to marry you. Oh? Do you hear that? Well, is it true? Well, yes, he's spoken to me often enough, but not of marriage. Which is just as well, since my first husband is still alive. But he divorced you. What difference does that make? I'll take no other husband, even if one should want me. But Heber is very rich. You were married to a poor man, Hagar. Was it so bad? Well, he lived. I was rich, even on days when we had nothing to eat. Now I'm poor at a feast. Here, come in quietly. Enoch may be sleeping. <coughs> oh, Enoch. My mother. Mother, I can't breathe. Oh, here. Let me pour you some water. I'm drowning. But how can you drown when there's no water in your mouth? Here, sit up. That'll make it better. Just sit up and try to... Oh. Oh, it's turning blue. God in heaven, don't take this man. Does God hear you? Does he hear He's dead. <laughs> I'm still alive, God. You missed one, God. <laughs> Take oh, me to Hagar. Shh. Shh. Oh, Hagar, please. Dear Hagar, shh now. Enoch, oh, my son. I swear to God, I wish I could die in your place. Or go with you. Don't wish for death, Hagar. What do I have left to wish for? With all I love taken from me. <laughs> God gives and God takes away, Hagar. Bless the name of the Lord. Or should I do as Job's friends urged him to do? What? Curse God and die? You aren't yet in the same condition as Job, woman. He was also afflicted with boils and had no home and his friends tormented him. And for that I should be grateful. You're an old woman, Hagar. You've lived a righteous life. Don't spoil it now by trying to cling to what God no longer wants to give you. I warn you, it'll come to no good. You don't just forget him and bless the name of the Lord. For such comfort, I could have gone to my enemies. How could you torment me more than to tell me I must bless God for my suffering? Who is it? Who's there? It's Heber. Oh, what are you doing here in the hills? I came to, uh... What are you doing? Oh, gathering herbs. Yes. Yes, so am I. <laughs> I thought you had servants to do such things. What herbs are you gathering? I, um... Uh, well, that one. <laughs> That's just a weed. Yes. Yes, I was mistaken. I... Why are you here, Heber? 
I saw you walk into the hills, and I followed you. Followed me? For what? I know you can't marry me. Well, at last you've understood. And after telling the whole village you wanted me for your wife. I do want you. Wife or not. Not wife and not not. Woman, don't you know how you tempt me? I don't tempt you. I merely live. And I pray every night in hope that God will keep me safe from such evil as you're thinking of. Well, if you won't go back to the village, I will. Now let go of me. No. I am not yours. You're not permitted to... Who's to see? You and me and God. Are you so cold you don't long for a man as I long for you? I'm not cold. I'm married. Divorced. You know the law. I know another law. A law that says if a man and woman are taken in adultery in the field, then only the man is punished, because the woman could not have been heard if she cried out for help. Oh, do you think that would encourage me? That's why I came out here. So if there's a sin, it would all be on my head. And do you think that you could take me by force? I... I want you to consent. Then I'd be as guilty of adultery as you. But, but the law says... The law can do as it likes. And the law says thou shalt not commit adultery. Now let go of my arm. I'll hit and scratch and bite and claw you till you do. I, I'm not a delicate woman. I see. It isn't the law. It's me. Well, if you don't do as I ask, I'll start spreading the word through the village that you came and tried to trap me into lying with you. Lying with you? Well, you'll have to lie alone. I'm known for an honest woman. Are you? A woman who was put away by her husband? He must have had some cause. He... He wanted to marry someone else. He must have caught you in adultery and didn't want you killed. Now, that isn't true. Hmm, who will they believe? A divorced woman? Or the most prominent man in the synagogue? Do you hate the Lord so much? That's how much I love you. And you call that love? Well, I fear God more than I fear you. Now let go of me. You'll be sorry. You'll be sorry. Very, very sorry. All right, who's next? My bread's done. I'm next. No, I was here long before you were. I was... Here. Let me slide mine in where yours but, were. That's... But it's my turn. Stay with me, Sarah. I feel the spirit of evil is hovering near me now. Pure, pure evil. Does the devil think he can send seductresses to bake bread in this oven? I am not a... I'm... I'm not. I'm not a... a oh. Agnes? Hagar. Hagar, what's happening? None of the women will speak to me. I will. But what's happening is it's something... It's a story the men brought home from the synagogue. I heard it from Mika. Her husband said that Heber read from Torah, the law of a man and woman taken in adultery. And... He told of how he was tempted lately by a woman who wanted to be with him, even though she was divorced. But he resisted the temptation and rebuked her and sent her away. But it isn't true. You're the only divorced woman in the village. But it isn't true. He was the one. He, he tried to... Oh, I know that. 
But the other women and the other men, well, the men will believe Heber. And the women, divorce frightens them. Their husbands could do it any time. They like to believe that a man would only divorce his wife for some serious thing, a sin or wickedness. They have to believe you're wicked, or they'd have to believe that they too could lose their husbands. If I had done what he wanted, my name would be clean in the village. But because I refuse to break the law, I'm treated like a lawbreaker. And God loves us. Do you really believe it? Do you believe it now? I'm going to leave here. I'm going away. I'm going to, well, north of here, where the Nazarene is preaching. Why there? Why him? Isn't it religion that got you into trouble in the first place? Come with me. I have no interest in God. Oh, don't say that, Hagar. I heard him preach once before. Once when my husband and I were in Cana at a wedding feast. They say that he... that he turned water into wine. I don't need any wine. He has the power of God with him. He'll know what I should do. Oh, come with me. Well, what else do I have to do? I sit in the house all day and think of all the people I loved who won't be coming home. I make bread. And still I make so much of it that it gets moldy before I can eat it all. Bread that used to last a week for five of us. Last a month from me alone. Then on the road, I'll teach you how to cook for one person. Adulteress! Come inside, Agnes. Come inside. We'll, We'll get ready to leave tomorrow in the morning. Where are you going, travelers? Where are you all going north? To see the Nazarene. They say he's the Messiah. Jesus of Nazareth? Well, well, I'm one of his followers and I have his powers. Come to me and I'll tell you your future. Our future? My future? You, woman, come here. I can prophesy what's coming for you, too. I have the same power as this Jesus of Nazareth. (laughs) I believe him. You do? Well, only because neither of them has any power at all. God has forgotten the world. I heard that. I know a doubter when I see one. Don't you know these things don't work for doubters? You have to believe. Uh, You, my friend, peace be unto you. You believe, don't you? Are you a prophet? God shows me sometimes what lies ahead for a man. But it never works when I'm too hungry. When I'm worried about where my next meal is coming from. Here, take this. Hmm. I'm always afraid of what the prophecy will be for someone who only gives one denarius. The Lord gives no particular blessings to stingy people. Here, then. Ah. Well, married... Can't you find that out from God? Hush, woman. I'm not, no. I'm only shown some things. But one thing I saw was a new young wife coming into your home. 
And if you already had a wife, that would mean your first wife would die or, God forbid, give you cause for divorce. But this way, good news. Is she beautiful? Beautiful and young. And I can see her working hard, making bread. Oh, what's this? I, I see her with servants. I didn't know you were such a rich man. I'm not. I... Oh, where's the money coming from? Oh, it's dim. It's dim. I can hardly make it out. Here, perhaps this will sharpen your sight. It soothes my heart. And I can see better. Yes. It's half from dowry. A fine, rich dowry. And half your own inheritance. Inheritance? I don't have any rich relatives. All things are possible with God. Here, tell me mine. Tell me. I've heard enough, Agnes. Let's go. Yes, gladly. Come along, Jasher. Hey. <laughs> That's what all the prophets are like. Well, well, maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe I just... Of course I'm right. This whole journey is pointless, except it gets us out of the village and into the countryside where no evil minds can offend you. God doesn't speak to men. God certainly has nothing to do with women. And yet I knew a servant in Cana. I heard him talking to his master. And I listened, and, and he told his master what Jesus taught. You know, about repentance and forgiveness. And, oh, there and, isn't much profit in that. And healing the soul. Oh, how can a soul be sick? It's the body that sickens and dies. It's the body that drowns in the sea. And they say he heals the sick. Are you sick? Oh, at heart. I... I hate Heber. I hate him. And well, you might. All day, whenever we're not talking, I, I think... Every step I take, I think... I think Heber... I hate you. Heber, how could you do this to me when all I've done is obey the law? And I want to hurt him. I want to see him suffer. <laughs> I've never heard so much hate in you. I've never felt so much hate. I, I feel like it's eating me from inside. What do you expect this Jesus to do for you? Heal me? Touch me and... And make me feel clean again. But you aren't unclean. You've committed no sin. Then why do I feel so dark inside? Why am I in so much pain? This way. The apostles went up the hill an hour ago. They said he'd come down from the mountain soon. What are they doing? I don't know. Well, how does he expect to get any money if he keeps the crowd waiting so long? But don't you know? <coughs> Jesus doesn't ask for money. Uh, none of them ask, but they certainly hint a lot. You're a nasty, suspicious woman. I live in a nasty, wicked world. I was a leper, woman. I was a leper for 14 years. Wandering these roads, crying, unclean, unclean. They threw things at me. The dogs barked me away. Even those who were kind made me stay away. 
14 years and no one spoke a kind word to me. I tell you, I thought that God hated me. There were times that I... that I felt the same way about him. I can't understand anyone feeling that way. But it's true. And then I heard of him and went to him. I met him on the road and... and he... he came up to me. Just came right up to me. Not afraid at all. And he looked at me as if he understood. Understood all those 14 years as no other man in the world could understand. And then he... he touched me. Oh, touched you? A leper? And told me my sins were forgiven. What sins? The sin of hating God. The sin of hating all men. The sin of hating myself. The sin of having no love in me. And he made me whole. I went to the priest, and he pronounced me clean. And I made my offering and went away. I followed him ever since, as best I could. And he never asked me for money. Never? Not even his disciples? But I do give money. Aha! <laughs> I give money to every leper that I meet. Here he comes! He's coming! He's Quickly! Please, let's get closer so we can hear. Please, so we can see him. Do you think that man really was a leper? Why should I lie? Listen, Hagar, please. Oh, listen. How blessed are those who know their need of God. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. How blessed are the sorrowful. They shall find consolation. How blessed are those of a gentle spirit. They shall have the earth for their possession. Those of a gentle spirit like Agnes. And how blessed is she been. And the sorrowful. I'm sorrowful. And where is my consolation? How blessed are those who have suffered persecution for the cause of right. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. How blessed you are when you suffer insults and persecutions and every kind of lie for my sake. Accept it with gladness and exaltation. For you have a rich reward in heaven in the same way they persecuted the prophets before you. Rich reward in heaven, but no vengeance here. Won't God strike down my enemies when they lie about me and hurt me without cause? You have learned the law this way. Do not commit adultery. But what I tell you is this. If a man looks on a woman with a lustful eye, he has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Then let God strike him down. Let him suffer at least what he's made me suffer. You've heard the law this way. A man who divorces his wife must give her a note of dismissal. But what I tell you is this. If a man divorces his wife for any cause other than unchastity, he involves her in adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Where were those fine words when poor Agnes lost her husband? 
When that swine of a man left her to chase after a girl he thought he liked better. This is the way the law ought to be. You have learned the law this way. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Yes. Yes. But I say to you, do not set yourself against the man who wrongs you. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn and offer him your left. If a man wants to sue you for your shirt, let him have your coat as well. You have learned the law this way. Love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But what I tell you is this. Love your enemies and pray for your persecutors. Only that way can you be children of your heavenly Father who makes his sun rise on the good and bad alike and sends the rain on the honest and on the dishonest. If you love only those who love you, what reward can you expect? I hardly heard half the sermon. And I heard less than that. The man preaches a hard law. Well, he isn't teaching a doctrine that'll make him rich, is he? Love your enemies? Oh, Agnes, how can you be expected to do that? But that's what was poisoning me. Hating Heber as I did. Did? Well, as I do. But hearing Jesus speak... Oh, it makes me so ashamed of myself. But why should you be ashamed of yourself for hating a swine like that? Because he's not a swine. Because he's a man, a weak man, who hasn't learned even to control his jealousy and his desires. Because, because when I hate him and I long to see him suffer, well, how am I any better than he is? Oh, yes. This Jesus, he has it all God's way. If you suffer, you have to forgive. But when God gets offended, he punishes however he likes. No, he doesn't. Oh, doesn't he? Because surely God's offended at the way you hate him, Hagar. And yet he hasn't struck you down. I wish he would. I wish he would. <laughs> Why are you weeping? She's weeping because her husband and her sons are dead. Woman, be comforted. Be at peace. Don't you know that your husband and your sons aren't dead? They live as spirits, waiting for you to come to them. And you still have your daughter. Oh, my daughter. Oh, my child. Don't you know how God loves you? Look in my eyes. Don't you know that God also grieves for your pain? Oh, Master. Oh, my Lord. My God. Master, you'll weep here for her. I weep for her. 
but who will weep for the Son of Man? You, my child, be whole. Your faith is great, and the Father sees what you suffer. I... I'll try to forgive him. I will pray for him. Then who is your enemy? I have no enemy. Except the devil, and he tempts me to hate. Go home, my daughters. Your sins are forgiven you. Oh, Master. Master. God is surely with you. It's my turn. Here, Sarah, it's... Mika? Why are you offending my friend Agnes? She... I told you, Hagar, she's a... a wicked woman. And whose word do you have for that? A man who was telling everyone he wanted to marry her when he hadn't even bothered to ask her? She's a seductress, and I won't let her take water from the well ahead of me. Then go ahead, Sarah. I'll be glad to let you go ahead. Don't give me permission. I'm going ahead because I despise you. But I love her. And so I'll draw water for her, even though I'm an old woman. Then you're no better than she is. No, that's true. I'm no better than she. And I pray that God will teach me to be no worse, too. Go ahead and take your water, then. Live in your filthiness. I know what kind of women you are, and I'll have nothing to do with you. You can't fool me with all this sweetness. You're hypocrite sinners, that's all. What's happened to you, Hagar? And you, Agnes? You don't even seem angry. Why should I be angry? She's only trying her best to be righteous. She doesn't understand the truth about me, that's all. And you, Hagar, you were so bitter, and now... We went to hear Jesus of Nazareth. We went to hear the Master, and he taught us a much better way. Aren't you mourning for your son? <sighs> Why should I mourn for the dead when I still have to care for the living? This Jesus, will you tell me what he said? Of course we will, Mika. Come home with us. Come on. It's all right. He said... He said, Blessed are those who show mercy, for mercy will be shown to them, just like you're showing mercy to us. And God will show mercy to you.